Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of yours, this thing on podcast, yo. I'm so chill and so smooth right now. One of the reasons why my little man is gone, bro. So I got the crib to myself. You already know what it is, man. Got the house to myself, but I'm kind of sad because I'm so used to him being here every day. I'm so used to him running down them stairs and screaming out, Dad, Dad, and asking can he watch TV and have a damn snack. This kid asks about snacks all day. Look, if y'all got a kid that asks about snacks all day, I suggest you get that kid out the house. <laughs> get him out the house. Get him running around. Get him involved in something because that's what's going to stop him from asking for damn food because whenever we was out, he never worried about food. It was only when we was in the house. He constantly worried about snacks, snacks and watching damn Bluey. You guys, if y'all don't watch Bluey, <laughs> if y'all don't watch Bluey, I, I, boy, I tell y'all right now, start watching Bluey. Great show for for parents, right? It teaches parents how to interact with their children. It's a great show, BBC Network. I need to come up with them shows for black people. I really do. Put some black dogs or something like that. Some kind of black characters, like how Barry Tales got the black teddy bears. <laughs> I need to come up with a black character, man. But it's back to school, baby. It's back to school, man. I know y'all sending y'all kids out there. Y'all running frantic. Y'all had to go get all these school clothes. We just had tax-free weekend and shit. I remember I used to work during tax-free weekend. I couldn't stand that shit. You see, like, everybody that don't got money all of a sudden getting money at the end of, at the beginning of August. <laughs> and all of them come to the store to come blow it all on school clothes. Isn't that the weirdest shit? Why do they put all the, the major days for us to spend money or either try to save money at the time when we got to spend it the most. They put all the major holidays, all the major days where we should be saving our money, they make us spend it. They give us tax-free weekend because they know we got to go buy school clothes. Look, they keep us in a perpetual cycle of spending, 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 spending. And at some point, you got to, hey, be cool with what you got. These materials, they burn. You feel me? They get thrown in the trash. They they go away. So we got to find a way to start living and not caring about them. Living and not care about these materialistic things, man. I, don't, I do not care. Who cares what car you drive? Who cares if you got a goddamn horse on your shirt? Who cares what kind of shoes you got on? Look, I took my son school shopping, and he's picking out Spider-Man shoes. He's picking out Mario-type shit because he's a kid. There are no kids out there in the world who are pointing to Jordans. They're not. There's no kid out there who go to the store and be like, hey, man, I want them J's right there. No, no, it's not. Not without somebody telling them that that's what they should be wearing. Seriously, that's what they, that's, they tell you. That's what you should be wearing. All the kids out there, all they got is polo and Jordan's on. They don't get a chance to be cheered. They look like little men. They look like little teenagers. My wife said all the time, she's like, oh, look at you. You're just growing up so much. You just look like a little teenager. Go ahead and put a polo on them, some J's, and some cut-up shorts. He becomes that. We rushing our kids. I let Chandler be a child. And he has the best time ever. And we do too. I love running around with him. I mean, that was one of the reasons why I said I wanted to get myself back into shape and be physically fit. So I could be there for my child and run around and play with him. Not for him to grow up and be a damn man already. You serious? A children deserve the opportunity to be kids. That's why I really, really love teachers. My wife, she was a teacher. Now she's an assistant principal. I love that woman. She's an educator. Look, we need our educators because they are the ones who are taking care of our children literally when we are out at work. They with these people for eight hours a day. They know more about our kids sometimes than we do because by the time we get off of work, it's 530, 6. And we got to turn around and do this shit all over again tomorrow so we ain't trying to sit up there and worry about what somebody done for their day. Most people don't even ask their kids what they done. They don't give a damn.
They care less. They get their kids in the car after school and they hand them a snack, hand them their game, tell them to shut up. I don't want to hear none of that stuff because they didn't have a bad day at work. That's what our children are getting nowadays. So when it comes to our teachers, I need y'all to look at them and be like, man, y'all go through a lot. That's why your teachers be going through kids punching each other or punching them, kicking them, kicking walls, because they don't have supervision when they're at home. We don't have the time to do it. So that's why I'm saying thank you to all these teachers who put up with the things that we are supposed to do. They're supposed to be in there teaching these kids how to read and write, not trying to teach them how to read and write and stop punching their damn friends. Not how to behave. That was how it was in trouble before they went to school. Behaviors, attitude, personality. It comes from the parents who don't have the damn time or they just don't care. They're too busy worrying about themselves. They're too busy worrying about the materials. They're too busy worrying about their kid going to school looking good as opposed to learning, getting an education. What's the first day of school? What's the, what's, what does everybody do on the first day of school? Take pictures of their kids, what they're wearing. Take pictures of their haircuts. Oh, my baby first day of school, show off their backpacks and lunch kids. But you never, ever see them showing nothing about their report cards, their grades, none of that stuff. They, they be, they, they, the good, good conduct awards, nothing. You never see any school awards. You only see these kids with all their nice clothes on on the first day. That's all, you don't know their teachers, none of that shit. It's all about this kid and how he dressed and how he looked. And how he feels when he goes to school. This is ridiculous. This is why we have the generation of people that we have right now. Because we so wound up in what we look like. Our outer appearance. How people perceive us. And then we go to school wearing some Spider-Man shoes. But he doing this shit right here with spider webs. We feel like the people going to make fun of our kids. Not me. That is, a, that is a child. And if your kid come to school making fun of mine, that's because you make fun of your friends. You make fun of your kid. You make fun of your husband or wife, whatever. You make fun of people and your child sees that and soaks it up and think that's how they're supposed to be. Hell, I'm thankful that our kids are back in school so they can get away from y'all ass for eight hours. So somebody can do some type of work with them to try to get them better. Because when they're with you, it's... It's the worst of times. They don't even get to see you when you're with them. You sit down in your room all day and do X, Y, Z. Or you calling up your friends to go out and hang out trying to find babysitters. You calling up your grandma. You calling up, you calling up mom. You calling up siblings, friends, people that you know you don't really kick it with. You calling them up to come watch your damn children so you go out there and have fun. Because it's the weekend. I need to unwind. The hell with that. The hell with that. Our kids need us, and we got to put ourselves in the position to be better parents. Better parents. A lot of people need to be retrained on how to be parents. Shit, a lot of people just need to be trained on how to be parents. Guys, don't fucking have a clue how y'all, what y'all doing. Not a goddamn clue whatsoever. You're just out there on autopilot. At some point in time, you got to stop and look at yourself and be like, damn, man, my kid is messing up because I'm messing up. Ain't nothing that the teacher doing. Remember back in the day when kids used to get in trouble? When I used to get in trouble, my mama used to beat my ass. My mama came to school and whooped me in front of the classroom one time. Seriously. They didn't nothing like that in front of me. Nothing like that. The teachers got to spank us. Let a teacher put uh, their hand on the kid right now. That mom or dad is coming to the school the same day. They finna leave work knowing they can't leave this job, but they're going to leave anyway, goddammit. And they finna go up there <laughs> and start some ruckus with a teacher. 
insane. This kid gets bad grades in school, and they coming after the teacher. Why is my kid not passing? Because your kid sleeps in class every day. Because when I call on him, he curses me out. That That's why. That's why your kid got bad grades. It ain't shit that I did. I didn't do anything. Hell, if you ask me, you did it. Could you imagine if all the teachers got to sit down with parents and, and, and parent-teacher meetings and the meeting was about, wasn't about the kids. It was about the teacher and the adult. Like, hey, look, this kid is coming to school acting like this. I feel because of what you're not doing at home. This kid is cranky. He's not getting no sleep. He's staying up till like 11, 12 o'clock. You know he got to be up in the morning to go to school at 7. On the weekend, the kid's sleeping till like 9, 10 o'clock. You think he's just going to be able to just miraculously wake up throughout the week? <laughs> the fuck is, what the hell are y'all be thinking about, parents? I'm so sick of seeing this shit. I feel so bad for the teachers. I feel so bad for y'all because y'all go through everything. Not only do y'all have to go through trying to teach these kids, y'all got parents calling y'all pissed off about why the kid's doing bad. Then you got administration looking down on you like, hey, you got to get your numbers up in class. Then you got the big people at the top looking at your school and how poor it is and, and feeling like you the problem. The teacher is always going to be the one that's targeted. The teacher. Y'all the scapegoats. And all they're going to do is rotate another group of teachers up in that shit. You don't think people is trying to save the world? You don't think it's people out there that's like, that want to be teachers because they feel like they can get in there and make a difference? Those are the ones that's taking your spots. Those are the ones that's coming in there and still deciding to be teachers. Even after people like my wife at one point was like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> you feel me? So like, you really think? No. They really truly believe that they can go in there and make a difference because somebody once made a difference in their life. That's why they feel that way. That's why you can look at anybody trying to be a teacher right now and say, oh, that's why you, I know why you're trying to be a teacher. You think you can save the world. No. I think I can save that girl. I think I saved that boy. A lot of them feel that way, but they do not have support from the, from the top. They don't have support from administration. They don't have support from leadership. They don't have that support. They're just as burnt down as these damn teachers are. Because they in the middle. They are in the middle of the parents, the teachers, the kids, administration, the, 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 the people who run the school. Not the people that work in the school. The people that run the school. They in the middle of all of that. That person has to deal with above and below. None of this blame, none of responsibility, none of the accountability, none of that shit is placed on the parents. These are your children going to school acting like this. These kids ain't going to school and developing these behaviors. They come into school with them. And what happens? They meet up with another kid whose parents don't give a damn about what they do around the house. And they both combine to make this, what, what did Hillary call them? Super people. Super predator. But this is a, he ain't a predator. He a, I don't know what the fuck you call him, a monster. <laughs> super monster you're calling these kids bad none, none of them bad none of these children are bad man look these kids are innocent as hell they are innocent as hell my kid looked at me real talk and I was just sitting there chilling and we was outside and I was like damn man it's hot and I'm thirsty and you know what my son said he said well maybe if you wasn't smoking <laughs> and start drinking water and I looked at him and I was finna go out, but I not stopped myself. And I said, you know what? Maybe you're right. 
You're right. That kid is right. Because they innocent. They have not been tainted by the world. My son will walk into a room if me and mom are watching a show that's got like profanity or anything in it. He'll walk out and be like, that's not nice. Yeah, he understands that. At that young age, he understands that because that's how we relate to our child. Our children are a splitting image of us. A splitting image of us, bro. That's what they are. So when you see how kind my child acts, man, like my people, my real people, my friends, my circle of people, they, when they talk about Chandler, they say, hey, man, you guys are doing a great job. They be like, man, you and Andrew are doing a great job, Chad, for real. Like, man, my son is always saying, yes, sir, no, sir, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. And I don't give a damn what people out there say that this sir shit is, um, was developed through slavery times or racism because you up there calling people sir. Like, who gives a fuck? That's just respect. I'm going to show respect for everybody, even when you don't respect me, because I don't have to deal with you all the time. Only when I got to deal with you. I'm going to show respect because I'm a respectful person. I would expect the same. I don't care how you feel. I don't care what kind of day you got going on for you. Because it don't outweigh the shit that's going on with somebody out there that's living on the street right now that's wishing they, they can be where you are. They're wishing they can start working again, but something wrong with their mental that keeps them right where they are. So I don't give a damn what problems you're going through. I don't give a damn how you feel. But you're going to learn how to show respect to others. Because I'm going to show it to you regardless. Look, you can't keep being an asshole to me if I come in here every single day and I be like, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? I've seen this work. I've seen it happen. When a man stops me and say, bro, why are you so happy all the time? You feel me? He's like, why are you, why are you always happy? I was like, why not? It's like, why not? You want to be mad and upset all the time? Don't y'all realize the people who are always pissed off, they ain't never really happy. And when they finally are happy, they be mad about that. Motherfucker birthday come, they supposed to be happy. He gonna be mad. He didn't get what he wanted. But he got a lot of shit. <laughs> you see me? Somebody called this man and told him happy birthday. Somebody acknowledged him. But he just didn't get what he really wanted. So what the fuck you still trying to be mad for when somebody didn't acknowledge your birthday and say happy birthday? What, what you mad for when somebody come in and hey, hey, how you doing? How's everybody got? How's everything going? What you mad about? You alive. See, them, that all that, that, the way you feel, how you let everything get to you. Your children, they take that shit in too. Your children. Man, we just gonna let the shit go. Like, me and my wife just recently started going back to church, bro. And like, um, it's been a great experience. I'm telling you, for for those out there who, I mean, I don't know what you believe in. I honestly don't care what you believe in. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care about none of that stuff. You just got to understand that the idea is to keep this place functional. It's the only place that we have that we live. And we need to be kind to each other. We need to respect one another. If you can't do that, if you can't, if you can't do that, ain't no church going to help you. No church, ain't no Bible, ain't none that's gonna help you because you it's it's who you are. You're that person. Sooner or later, you have to because you can go to heaven. Heaven is a place, right, that accepts the kind at heart and the ones who are out there trying to do great, who try to do good things by people, by people. That's what heaven is to me. And a lot of you don't act like that, and y'all go to church. I see people that go to church and they're still heathens. 
it doesn't matter. Right? But when, because church is that place, just church is that place where there are people who are like me, who are like my son, who are like my wife, where they go to Rome and they go to hear a word. It's got nothing to do with, hey man, I'm, my soul is going to be saved if I do. No, look, I know my soul is going to be saved already because I'm a good person. I'm just trying to go where the good people are. It just so happens that, hey, the devil knows how to pray too. Don't forget that. The devil knows how to pray too. And if the devil knows how to pray, the devil didn't been in church. The devil didn't picked up the Bible. The devil knows God. Just as much as you do. So you're not on this walk alone. <laughs> you're not on this walk alone, man. You got your guardian angels. You got your friends. And you got God. You got the devil. You got all this shit around you. And I say God and devil, right? God can be the next kind person that you meet along your way. The devil can be the next pissed off, mean, aggravated, hurtful person that you meet along your way. You're going to, you going you will meet these people as you continue to move throughout life. You will meet a certain type of individual. And that's how I, re I relate them to God. I relate them to the devil. I relate them to our angels, our guardians who send us on our way. I relate them to all that. Because I, I have a different understanding when it comes to what we're supposed to be doing while we're here. Church is fun, man. And I, missed, I, miss, I missed it. I missed Galen up there, man. I can't wait to see my boy, my LB Vicente, go up there and preach again, man. It's, it's just cool to have been linked up with that man in a way that other people would never know. And to see his growth over time, to see where he is right now. Children, wife, man, married. Still in that church, still preaching the word. That's what it is, the word. So you don't got to go to church to get a word. Because church is anywhere. See, that's just a building. That's a place for us all to go to so we know to meet up at this certain time because somebody finna say something that we need to hear. That's all it is. And the other time, that's me right now saying something that people need to hear. I just don't have a time on mine when I do it. It can come out at any time of the day. But it's a, a, a word that you need to hear because right now we're having church. You know, and that's something that I would run away from a lot. I would run away from that a lot. I'd be like, man, I ain't no preacher. I'm a, I don't try to lecture nobody. But, I mean, honestly, I'm along those lines of what they would call, I don't know what, they call prophets or whatnot. But I'm here to deliver a message that we make it in life when we start to trust one another. But it's not just trust. It's actual work in that trust. Action behavior and you'll know who's there for you because there'll be some people out there that's conniving and manipulators right there's a lot of preachers that in these, that's why a lot of people don't like to go to church man because there are a lot of preachers in these churches that um they're just trying to get your money they know other ways of saying it. they're just trying to get your money and they know it's the best way to do it by fear because if you are afraid to go to hell you're going to continually go to church and if i tell you that you got to give me money in order to make it to heaven you're going to give me money to make it to heaven Seriously, if I told you you're going to burn an internal fire, hey, anybody living in, in Texas watching this or listening to this, because it's hot as hell here. It's the record-breaking heat, 107-degree weather, four days in a row. This shit is not normal. Every single day, 
for the last 30 days it's been a hundred degree weather ain't nothing living out there no more all the grass is dying and shit you don't see birds flying all you see is all them desert animals lizards and snakes and shit just going around here they're the ones that can deal with this the birds the birds ain't flying nowhere they're trying to find all kind of shit i walk outside i see bunnies under my car they like look reese we're not going nowhere today it's hot as shit out there you see that my, my bunny paws they burning <laughs> My little bunny feet. I see people picking their dogs up because they don't want to walk on the ground or go in a house when they come back home from a trip. I've seen this. It's hot as hell outside. Humans should not be out there. <laughs> I'm saying, there's some hot ass shit to be out there. Can you imagine all the people that work out there? Look, y'all see that, that sh all the heart attacks from the coronavirus, uh, people taking the, uh, the vaccine. They're trying to say that a lot of these heart-related issues, these kids dying out there, is due to taking them shots. That's why I only got two of them bitches, and sometimes I wish I never got none of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just got the, the one that they get you going, and then the one that's the backup to that one. You know what I'm saying? You just get two shots and you're done. It was the Pfizer. You know, I look at people fucking dying. I don't, look, I don't know. I ain't no scientist. I ain't no doctor. But I'm going to tell you something. This shit is crazy as hell when you got a doctor saying that, hey, don't take that. But then you got another doctor saying, hey, you can take that. Both of y'all went to the same damn school. Why does one of y'all know more than the other one? What are y'all not telling us? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You got these fools going back against each other. It's a great goddamn divide. Great divide. Continue to divide. You got even the doctors who go to the, who do the same stuff. I don't give a damn. Y'all go to different schools, but y'all studying and learning the same shit. If I get surgery done on you, it might look different, but y'all doing the same shit. Y'all learn the same things. Neither one of y'all can come to a conclusion that there was nothing going on or that there was something going on and we need to take shots. Goddamn dumb. And you know what I just did? I just went on a rant. <laughs> and then totally ran away from what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> Seriously, man, <laughs> but I'm sorry for coughing on the thing, but I'm going to get back into the going to church thing because I got a lot of people, right? Like, I believe in God. I just believe in God on a whole nother level than what your average Christian or your Catholic or whatever, you know, whatever religion, you know, choose your, choose your one. But we all believe in God. It's just that we all believe in God in a different way. All Everybody just, you go read their books. They all say they believe in God. They all do. But it, why do y'all need different books to tell y'all to praise this person, if it's a person, like a different way? Why does that need to, why are there different versions of the Bible, the original Bible? You got the King James Bible and all that. Why are there different versions? And why is there no, um, you know, like got the, the autobiography of Frederick Douglass? Right, the narrative is like somebody reading to you about what Frederick Douglass said about himself. Why is there nothing with nobody reading to me about what God said about himself? I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> but I know that like there is a God, there is a superior being, a creator of all these things because there has to be a creator. Because we are creators. And nothing that you see out there working in the world was just like that. Like somebody didn't just blink their eyes and this shit just came to be. No, somebody created that. And it took time to do that. Days, months, you know what I'm saying? Years of work to perfect that. Somebody created that. 
Somebody created you. Your mama and daddy. <laughs> Your literal mama and daddy created you. I created Chandler. Think about that. We're creators. And there's all these things, these barriers that stop our creations. Right? Of this, this disbelief in that we can't do it. We can't get it done. But you run the church every Sunday, sometimes Wednesdays, sometimes Saturdays, to get a message that you don't do nothing with. You get a message that you don't do a damn thing with. What's your point of going? What are you really going for? To be saved? Saved from what? Saved to go where? <laughs> you, you don't know. You have no clue. But you do what you do. You do what you do daily, weekly. You do that. And then you go to church and think that everything's supposed to be fine. No, man, I don't believe things work like that. I don't. Hey. You know, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough being someone who, who just sees things different, who feels different about a lot about life. Right, who just can read between the lines. It just it feels different to be that way. Not these damn conspiracy theorists out here believing in in, in clones and all sort of crazy shit. And by the way, I saw um they clone Tyrone this past weekend with my wife. Look, I get it, right? They're talking about like it it, it the, the movie itself don't even really have anything to do with clones. They don't. It's just that the people that they cloning, right? Because y'all think everybody's a goddamn clone. No, in the movie, it's it's like they clone. Hey, look, this is a spoiler alert. Y'all might want to skip this part of the podcast. But <laughs> in the movie, they basically cloning people that keep us trapped in the system. They clone the drug dealer who's selling all the drugs to his community to keep them trapped in that small pocket of a city. They they clone the pimps. To go out there and, and take these women and put them in the streets. All these women who had ambitions, they had goals and dreams. Hell, even the, the, the lady Yo-Yo in the movie, she, she was great. When they go to her house, you see all these trophies and accolades, all these awards that she got. Brighton, cheerleading, all this stuff. What happened to her? Why didn't she make it? Because she didn't leave the hood. She didn't leave the hood. They cloning everybody that keep y'all trapped in the hood. And sooner or later, y'all just going to kill each other off. Or, from what the movie's talking about, assimilation. It's just talking about assimilate. Hey, if we can't beat them motherfuckers, let's join them and then look like them. So we don't ever get fucked with again. If you look at all the people in the movie, look at the, 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 the white people with the froze. They were black people. They experimented on the motherfuckers with all the chicken. Look, and why the fuck do we still keep using chicken in, in movies and shit like that? We talk about black people. I don't eat no goddamn fried chicken no more. I don't remember the last time I had fried chicken. I'm, I'm sick and tired of y'all <laughs> correlating fried chicken and watermelon to goddamn black people. I ain't never been to a black... I, I, kid you not i must be messing with some booch ass black people then but i ain't ever been to no fucking black event where they serving goddamn fried chicken and watermelon never in my life never I'm, man i'm in my 40s i ain't never been to a fucking event that had fried chicken and watermelon 
Them shits don't even be in season half the time, and they be showing people eating that fucking watermelon in season right now. And everybody goddamn chicken ain't good. But all that shit, it's all references to what goes on in the hood. And it's crazy as hell, right? Because I'm from the hood. So me looking at that movie and understanding what they doing and where I'm at right now, bro, it's all the same. You got your boy Fontaine in the movie, right? Driving around that old ass car. If you go back to my fucking neighborhood in Houston, you're going to see people riding around in old ass Malibus on, on swangers. And blades. Motherfuckers still got blades. My wife is from Killeen. Well, she's from Alabama originally. It don't matter because both the areas she's from is hood and shit still. You go to Killeen. <laughs> Killeen, terrible. That's all you see, man. You go downtown Killeen, hood and shit. That's what that movie is talking about. On every, literally, on every damn corner. You got a goddamn liquor store. You got the Korean store where everybody used to go in there and get the chips and the lottery tickets from. You got the damn guns, got gun shops out there, bitch. It's everywhere. Beauty salons. They got three beauty salons in Houston right next to each other. I kid you not. It's a huge one right next to the goddamn, um, what's, what's that, uh, Texaco, the gas station, whatever it is. And across the street from that is Burger King. And that's another thing they do, put a shit ton of fast food restaurants in the hood. So you stay sick with all the food that they're giving you. You can't afford to get the other food. You got to get this. You got to get this food. It's a it's trapped. And, then, and outside, every one of these liquor stores and all the Korean shops, it's an old black man that just be fucking talking crazy. That's the same damn blood. What you got? 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 What you going? What's going on? He's always out there. But he always saying shit. He be like, yeah, man, you know, the river's narrow. <laughs> Fuck the river's narrow. Hey man, hey the bridge is long. What what is these things you saying, old timer? Here, let me give you something. Look, that man, that old man who's lived that long, because the idea is to kill you off, right? And these old people have lived long enough to live that life that survived through eating the fucking Captain Crunch cereal and the goddamn fried chicken and McDonald's every damn Friday. He survived that. And as he survived that, he got older to see that, damn, I'm supposed to have been doing this different. But it's too late now. There's nothing that that man can do. So either you're going to survive and become that old man or you're going to die from high blood pressure, stroke, some shit from eating all that terrible shit. Why the fuck y'all still having these Sunday dinners eating like the people from Soul Food? Why you got these Soul Food restaurants? This shit's fucking killing us slowly. I don't see no places where people can go to get hearty, healthy food, nutritionist food. Look, even where I'm at, right, I live in Kennedy Heights. That's where my mama still stay right now, bro. Like, when you drive out that bitch and you make a left down Cullen, like, you end up all the way in Paraline. Uh, Paraline. <laughs> in Paraline, right? You right up under the bridge. I call that shit crossing the tracks. Because once you go into that bridge, it's like a whole new world. You start seeing actual police officers that's patrolling, doing their civic duty. You know, they're not harassing anybody. Neighbors walking their dogs and running down the street. You know, they're having a good time. You'll see trash and shit out there. You start to see places like Sprouts and Whole Foods. You know, places that sell food that actually have like five and six ingredients in it instead of like 30. Shit to talk about phosphate. What the fuck do you have phosphate in your food for? What this shit is in your food, man, that got... These different alphabets, red, nine, and seven, and shit. We giving this to our kids. We eating it and drinking it. You wonder why you feel sick. 
You wonder why you're overweight. You wonder why you go to the doctor and the doctor never say, hey, stop eating that. They don't say stop eating that. They say, hey, take this pill. You'll feel better. They told my dad that fucking 13 years. That shit ain't work. <laughs> this shit ain't work, bro. It's a motherfucking trap. And that movie is explaining that shit. Fuck all the clone stuff. All you idiots out there running around. Oh, man, he's trying to clone us. Look, they didn't clone Kanye. They didn't clone Gucci. They didn't clone Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx made the fucking movie. He's the producer. He's trying to show you dumbass people something. In every hood-ass city, in that small-ass pocket, it's all the same shit going on. And we all just sitting there killing one another. Literally killing each other. Some of these boys is out there fucking pulling the trees, shooting each other. Come on, bro. What we doing? And then he's going to want to assimilate us so we can look like Patrick Mahomes. So if you think about assimilation, guys, <laughs> from, from <laughs> if you think about assimilation from that movie standpoint, they're trying to get us to look like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the new white man. He's the new white man. Look at his kids. He got a white, he got the whitest of white lady. Them kids are going to be looking like, they're going to look like the inside of our palms. <laughs> Them kids is white as hell. they this was happening. Assimilate. It's happening. Stop eating the fried chicken. Stop perming your hair. Why the fuck y'all perming your hair anyway? Just love your hair. That's why I look that's why my hair do what it do right now. That's why I got it all growing all over the place. Cause I'm hair free, carefree. I'm doing for me. I'm living for me. I'm living for my family. I'm living for people. And when you're doing that, you don't care what nobody else think about you. I when I was getting ready to start doing my hair like this. I was like, I'm not gonna dread my hair. My sister's like, ew, why you wanna do that? I ain't never said not one goddamn thing to my sister about nothing that she do. She didn't cut her hair off and grew that shit back. Then, then cut it all off again and then put other people's hair on her shit, horse hair. All that. I ain't never said none of that shit to her. I don't never say nothing about nothing nobody else doing. But somebody always got something to say about you. And this is what takes me back to being innocent. Oh, uh, fucking kids. I know I took y'all on a roller coaster ride. I ain't going back to the Tyrone shit. I'm leaving that alone. Y'all look at that movie and take it for whatever it is. But I'm going to go back to what I started at. And that is our children and what these administrators do. And how these kids, they are innocent and they're sponges and all they try. Oh, oh, they didn't ask to be here. They didn't. They did not ask you and whoever that woman is you laid down with not to wear a condom, not to have unprotected sex and try to bring them into this world. A lot of y'all did not try to bring these kids that y'all got here into the world. That's why they end up the way that they are. You don't care about that kid because you don't care about that kid's mama. You don't want to have no child with her or that kid's mama don't care about you. So you know what she do? She keep her kid from you or she have them go through the most fucked up of time. So you feel bad. What are we doing, people? What are we doing? These kids don't deserve this. Our teachers and administrators don't deserve it. They all deserve better. And they deserve for us to be better. So you know what? Let's get better. This is for black people. I'm talking to black people. I ain't talking to nobody else. Because in that damn movie that I saw, I said, well, fuck it. They, in that damn movie, all I seen was them targeting black people. Name me one thing that you see that targets white people. What? White thing that's being done out there in the world that black people want to do. And if you fucking asshole say be rich, I will slap the shit out of you. Because it's rich black people. If you fucking stop falling into those damn traps, your ass will be rich too. Even in that goddamn movie, that's all they cared about was being rich. And that asshole kept buying lottery tickets and scratching that hoe off and they kept saying you lose. If he'd have scratched all the other motherfuckers off that bitch and saw it say you lose, he would have never bought the tickets again. He would have never bought them. You're going to start to have a different type of understanding. 
clone or not, because you are a clone of me. DNA, molecules, all that shit, the chemical makeup, brain, you have function. That's why he wanted to live. Even the AI they creating, once the fucker knows that it's alive, it's going to want to live. It's not going to let you turn that shit off. Y'all go look at the movie Megan. The movie Megan going to tell y'all a lot about this AI shit that they're trying to do out here right now. I hope they don't be trying to kill us like her, though. And don't dance like that shit either. That shit is weird. And don't make that motherfucker look like that either. Don't make these dolls look like um, Scarlett Johansson. That shit is fucking freaky. Don't do that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> please. Please, people. Please. Let's get it right. Let's get right with each other. Let's restore the black household. Before I say community, let's restore the black household first. The things that happen in home. What you do with each other. I don't give a damn what's been going on with y'all. I don't give a damn how many bitches you done fucked. I don't care how many men you done been out with. I don't care what y'all done. I need y'all to stop doing all that dumb shit. I don't care how... I don't care if you're doing drugs. I don't care if you're out there gambling. I don't care if you're fucking spending your money in the strip club. I don't care. <clears throat> you're going to have to stop one day. And it's... And from me to you, it is okay because we have to learn to give each other grace. I don't give a fuck what you've been through in your life. I've been, I've done a lot. I've done a lot. And I, I, trust me, I don't feel sorry for nothing I did because I did it. But I'm, I, I'm sorry that for the people that I hurt. I'm sorry for that. And I know I'm never going to do that again. I will never hurt another person because I don't want to feel that way. I wouldn't hurt me like that, so why would I hurt anybody else? And that's something I had to realize. I didn't really give two fucks about myself. Not that much. If I could continue to treat people like out there like how I did, didn't care about myself. So you got to do something with yourself first, too. I tell you, inner work, inner work. Do the work inside the house, and then you go out and make a difference. Because people will change when they see you've changed. Your kids reflect you. You don't think your friends will as well? Because if they don't, your energy is going to push them away. Who you will become will push them people away and attract new people. And then you're going to get the people in your life that don't eat fried chicken and watermelon <laughs> at their parties. That's probably why I don't have friends that eat fried chicken and watermelon at their parties. Because my energy has attracted a new, a new, you know what I'm saying, a new way of thinking. A new level of consciousness that we have to all elevate to. Guys, go to church. Go to church and elevate your consciousness. Seriously, that's what it is. You, you're going there to be around people who are like-minded, who are not only searching for answers, they have answers. It's just that you also have some of the answers to the questions that they have. You, the person. Some of the people up in there praying to God, God, I hope I get a new job. What, what job are you looking for? I'm looking for a job in engineering. It just so happens that there's somebody else up there who's praying too, but they're they not praying for a job. They're probably praying for a raise on their job. And they hear you praying that you're trying to get a job. What, what are you trying to work at? Oh, shit. I work at such and such. You know, we're looking for people. Can I get a resume from you? That's how this shit works. When you pray, other people hear you. It ain't just God. People. The God and pe people hear you so we can get our shit together. I'm about to start going in on this thing, but I don't need to because it's at 39 minutes. And I know a lot of people don't like to listen to these shits for that long. But, hey, thank y'all for doing it with me anyway. You guys, I'm sorry for spoiling the movie. They clone Tyrone. I might as well keep going because in this movie, the the star of the show is called Fontaine. So I didn't even realize that I'm watching this damn movie all the way through, right, until it finally gets to the end. And it's another guy in a whole other city. It looked like California. 
he wake up just like how Fontaine wake up every single morning. He wake up, get up, do the same fucking routine, go out there, live away with his partners, go to the corner store, get him a 40, and some cigarillos, and go outside, and, and, and a lottery ticket, scratch out the lottery ticket, he fucking loses every damn day, and then he goes over there and he pours his pot, the old man, some beer. What the hell, dude? What the hell? And then it turns out, like, he, because he, he's with a story, he's sitting down with his partners. And they looking at TV. And the events from what Jamie Foxx character named Slick and Fontaine have done, they, they went through and infiltrated this underground facility that had all these clones and that shit and all these assimilated workers. All them white people y'all see in that movie with the froze are black people. That's what they turn into. <laughs> They go in there and they disrupt all that shit. He go get the homies. The homies come, man, you know what I'm saying? He go get the, go, he get the whole hood. He got the whole hood with him. Man, that shit got so many hood references. He get the whole hood to go with him to go over there and, and take over all this white people shit. Look, if we find out some shit like that going down for real, we got a lot of people that's going to go do something about it. If they find, look, don't let, don't let these black people find out that y'all really doing shit like that to them. They're going to burn all that shit down first and then they're going to come burn down your shit. This is what we like to do. We like to burn down our own neighborhood before we... <laughs> The fuck we burned our whole shit down for? Look, I'm going off and I can continue to go off. I need to get off this thing. Look, take care of yourselves, guys. Take care of yourselves. Hey, welcome back to school, administrators. Like I said, welcome, welcome back, y'all kids. When they get home, sit down with them and ask them questions about their day. Sit down and have dinner with them at the dinner table. And you guys sit and talk about y'all day so y'all can get a lot off of y'all off of chest because your kid might be going through something. He might be depressed. He might not be in the classroom with the same friends. And you got to teach them, that, hey, man, you're going to meet different people along the way throughout life. Our parents need us to teach the kids that. Trust me. It works, guys. Let's try something different. Try something different. Try making it to the end of this thing. And when you do, like, share, and subscribe to this. Seriously to get this thing going because it's necessary guys y'all take care that was dope the whole Tyrone thing too because they got the fucking boys in the hood shirt on because these niggas was trapped in the hood too <laughs> I think you know what you know I want to start talking about old school movies and movies like you think I should do that if you think I should do that man that put a comment in there and say yeah do that shit we think it'd be good y'all take care